1: Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a great show today, Robin. We are going to welcome uh, Nancy Negrin and Donna Lyons. They are authors of the book called Now You Tell Me, 12 Army Wives Give the Best Advice They Never Got, which we know is really good. And um, we're then going to welcome Autumn Arnold, who's going to kick off our Fitness 2013
2: it's so exciting. I know. I think it's really uh, sort of an uh, underlying, almost obligatory thing to do at the beginning of every year is to say, okay, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to do this differently. And whether you're one to do resolutions or not, I think we all feel something inside that we need to maybe make some changes or we're going to start anew. <laughs>
1: and oh, uh so. up eat so much over the holidays. You know, it's like we hit, sure. you know, Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas. You know, it's like we need to take a break, or we'd be. You well, know, we already are the fattest nation on earth, but we would, we would double that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I know it's even more than a health thing, though. You know, I think we all. I mean, I I went crazy the other day and just started rearranging my desk or rearranging uh, the laundry room. It, it just sort of—it's the beginning of the year and it just needs to be uh, new new things, you know. It's so. true. It's
1: true. Well, I've been doing my workouts. You know, we're going to have Autumn on uh, towards the end of the show, so we can talk Mm -hmm. a little bit more about them then. But I have made a huge change in my life. I usually only will get up at, like, 5 in the morning if I have East Coast calls or I have, Mm -hmm. you know, East Coast radio appearances. Um, But I have been getting up at 5 and getting my tushy down to the freezing cold 29-degree garage. Isn't that crazy?
2: Oh, it's awful. And here we had 53 degrees today, Sandra.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad for you, but we're freezing out here in California. It's unbelievably cold. And, um, you know, there's even a a shelter warning where they say, you know, if you're elderly and you don't have appropriate heat in your house, you can go to these shelters. And I'm like, wow. I mean, in Buffalo, you just freeze. I guess in California, you're not used to that. so.
2: (laughs) Oh, gosh, it's really, um, yeah, new year, new things, new new incentives, new, and my goodness, boy, do we have new things coming on the horizon for Military Mom this year. We've got a lot of great shows in the lineup.
1: We do, we do. We've got, you know, compelling authors. We've got great charities. We've got uh, so many people from the psychology uh, field coming in to give free advice and, um, you know, educate all of us, about a lot of the different things that affect the military family, the service members, and the parents of our
2: service members. So I'm really excited. I think that's really great. And in the chat room, I was just asking you, Sandra, I wanted to bring it up. We, uh, uh, I hope we have the opportunity to chat with some of the organizations who are providing service dogs for our uh, veterans coming home. Um, I've been watching uh, a live puppy cam and having the best time with it. Um, the website is explore.org, and you can. they have a whole lot of different things to watch on here but specifically i've been watching the uh the service dog puppies (laughs) they (laughs) are they're so funny they are right now we've we've got a yes we've got a little handler in there right now helping mama uh make sure that all, all the puppies are getting supper time i it's just precious
1: it is. Well, but you know what struck me, Rob, is really funny because, you know, you, you showed me this live cam and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Puppy Hill, the great Dane service Puppies. This is this fabulous. And then I see some guys sitting in a chair working on the computer yes. while these dogs are all roaming around. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wonder if he like films himself when he gets up to pee, you know, or eat the sandwich. <laughs> it was fascinating. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like, you know, the creepy voyeur looking in their house.
2: Yeah, I know, because the cam is on 24-7. I've been up late at night, and I'll check the puppy cam and, and to see who's sleeping or who's twitching in their sleep or if Mama, Mama dog's back again for a midnight feeding. But if you check them out right now, my gosh, they are going to down. Um But what's really exciting is to watch how much nurturing goes on with these puppies during the day. The other day I watched, and there were two gals in the pen with the... Um, with the mama dog, and they were just all loving and holding these puppies. So right from the get-go, these dogs are so integrated to human uh, feelings, human emotion, lots of love, lots of sensitive uh, people taking good care of them right from the very beginning, and you just know that they're good. And I think I read somewhere, too, that right from this moment, they're already starting to serve a purpose, because who doesn't feel wonderful? after just sitting here watching this little webcam.
1: Well, it's true. I mean, and, you know, not to take away from the service dogs, because they are really great, but, you know, if you go on this site, there are like, you know, there's Penguin Watch, there's the Beluga Whales. Oh, yeah. I just was up at Lake Tahoe looking at, I got to tell you, though, the Northern Light one, you know, that's in Churchill, Manitoba. When it's the middle of the day mm-hmm. and there's no Northern Light, it's like no, so no and more snow, but some of these cams are really compelling. I mean, it's definitely, you know, worth going on to see the service dogs and to see the, the. I mean, there's the the um, the aquarium with the Pacific in Long Beach has their camera on, and I just watched beluga whales swim right by. It was really cool. <laughs>
2: I know. I love the beluga baby because he's just so sweet. He just kind of like cruises along, and then all of a sudden you can see him see something, and he kind of twitches over, and he kind of changes direction.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! I mean, it's but, really fun. I wouldn't say that these. You know, when you tell me, oh, there's a live cam, I'm like, oh, what a snooze. But you know, these animals are really fun to watch.
2: They really are, and I do. Um, Enjoy seeing how their lives are beginning because, like we say, they're going to be making a difference in um, people's lives forever. So, how, how wonderful to be able to watch them right from the beginning. But this site is this, I have seen some other live cam type sites before. This happens to be a really nice one in that, like you say, San, there's a lot of other things to watch too. And in between my projects, I'll just kind of flip it back over to this and almost leave it like my desk, my uh, desk saver my my uh screen saver
1: <laughs> well yeah i mean i was look i did that with the um with the aquarium of the pacific and i was watching all the fish go by and then I, I the puppies caught my eye again and they're all like going to town on mom like chowing down and it's it's just it's you know what and it would be so much fun like it's too bad my kids are in school right now because they would get such a kick out of this mm-hmm. um you know
2: because it, it's like
1: the next best thing to be
2: in there well, they'll see them later, because I'll tell you, Mom is in and out of here. In fact, this morning I had to laugh. I looked at her face, and I was like, yep, that's a mother's face. I, I, and how much longer am I going to have to put up with this? <laughs> she just had this woe-is-me look on her face. <laughs> oh, gosh, we're all there one time or another, aren't we? Oh, Right, but I
1: think this is really cool. I mean, this live cam thing, um, you know, and the, and the other thing I like about it too, Rob, versus other sites is it's got really good quality photography. So, and, you know, it's like, sometimes I go to Weather Underground and, you know, you look at these home yeah. cams, it's all grainy and ugly and, you know, you can't really see it. But, um, right. my gosh, right. you know, when you come here and it's crystal clear and you're on the West Shore Cafe of uh, Lake Tahoe and it's so beautiful, you know, it's really a visual treat.
2: It is, yeah, it really is. Oh, I'm so excited for today's show, Sandra. Um, have you had a chance to go through this book? I did, I did.
1: And you know, there's a lot of great stuff in here, but the one thing that I, you know, I'm just going to, like, you know, tell you what I love the most. It's all the way in the back of the book. It's one of the appendixes, because I'm a person who reads the appendix before I read the book. But I feel like some... that's where, like, the most salient information is. Sure, um, sure. So. Well, there was the 16 ways to help military families feel appreciated, and some of them were so simple and so good. And, you know, from having military families on my street that, um, you know, like I'm usually the only one who goes down and introduces myself, gives a welcome back, or offers to help. Um, <laughs> I thought that was really, really good for um, non-military people who might pick up this book um, or also a good way for military families to have a list to help them ask for what they might need.
2: That is, it is so valuable, and I've got it open right now. Um, I, love, I love appendixes, like you say, Sandra, because there's so many things in the back. For example, I'm always getting caught up on rank. I am not good at keeping track of what rank means what, so, um, and... I, I, little things like this may seem so simple, uh, but how useful and helpful it is to have them back here.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and even the appendix with the um, with the abbreviations, because we know. I mean, just having NACRA on was enough to put me over the edge, and um, but. You know, and when you're only dealing with military families, a lot of times you use um, terminology so quickly that people can't follow. And if you're new to the military and I'm sitting here talking about, you know, oh, well, you know, we had an acro on the air the other day. And, you know, did, did you hear the changes in TRICARE? You know, you might as well shoot yourself. You don't even have a chance.
2: Oh, I know, and is that's true? I mean, the military is just chock full of acronyms. I think it's it's you can't speak without a sentence without having a couple of acronyms in it. Well, Sandra, on the other side of the break, we're going to be meeting Dawn and Lyons, and we're also going to meet meet Nancy, um, one of the uh, wives that were uh, featured in this book. So we're so excited. Nancy, yes yes we're so excited uh to get started and to uh to share this book with you and um the fact that so many wives took the time to pour their hearts out to uh contribute to the making of this book now you tell me 12 army wives give the best advice they never got we hope you'll stay tuned right here on military mom talk radio this is sandra beck and robin boyd will be right here when you get back
3: Why do I feel so lousy? Why aren't my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help My Body Is Killing Me, Solving the Connections of Autoimmune Disease to Thyroid Problems, Fibromyalgia, Depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on TuggyNet.com.
4: The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure.
1: Moms, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and that website if you're interested in being mind numbed by beautiful puppies and whatever, what do we have uh, The Northern Lights, which is really just snow, you have to check it out, is explore.org um, Now we've got just the best book coming up and it's such a simple concept, Rob, you know when you think of, of all the military shows we've done over the years, like 140 of them, um, and when I think of this book, I'm thinking, why wasn't this written
2: sooner? Absolutely, and I think we all have the concept, but I, to be able to put it together, I think is great. So I'm so uh, so anxious to meet Donna Lyons. Hello, Donna. Oh, me too. Hi, Donna. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good.
1: Welcome to the show. So we want thank to thank know- you so much. Um, We think this is such a great idea, something that should have been done like, I don't know, 50 years ago, maybe 100 years ago. Um, How'd you guys come up with the idea?
5: Well, you know, the thing about, you know, I was listening to you guys speak just right before you, uh, right after you came off break. And the thing about the United States is that we're a learning country. Um, we've learned so many lessons from mistakes of the past, and then history often repeats itself. And the thing we didn't have how-to books to assist with deploying families, you know, during Vietnam, Desert Shield, Storm, uh, Grenada, Somalia, Operations Iraqi Freedom, and so on. And so, this book was an effort to capture those lessons that were learned and attempt to eliminate the what you want to call the school of hard knocks for military spouses. So the book is an attempt to bring some reality to the public about the military lifestyle and the challenges associated with it. Um, You know, most people believe what they see in the media, the television movies and the show Army Wives, and although it's entertaining, it's not reality. And so we wanted to show reality and also, you know, give something to women to learn from each one of these stories in the book, it's so different that you learn something from each wife, um, and they're all different ranks and all different
1: backgrounds, and I think that's what's so important about it. I love that. I mean, it's like there's a couple of books out there, like, you know what, you need to know when you join the Army, you know, for... Families, and they're, you know, they all have good things about them. I think what makes your book very strong is the different voices that you feature, the different ranks, the different experiences. It's not just one person's, um, you know, which is not to take anything away from those authors, Um, but it's really fun to hear the different voices. It's really fun to meet the different women um, just by virtue of reading their, it's almost like their essays, if you will.
5: Right, right. And then what we did was we interviewed each each uh wife and then we went back and we asked them some questions and we did, you know, um, kind of like we sent them questions and they answered them and then we'd go back and forth until we got it just right. And then we took the strongest parts that we thought would. Resonate with other people, and also the parts that we knew somebody was going to learn from it that was going to change how they looked at, you know, military life or um, teach them a tool that, you know, next time they move. uh, In the book, you notice there's a lot of, um, we talk about moving all the time because that's military life. Uh, And they all talk about their different ways of moving, and so each person learns from it. Even I have retired. Uh, wives calling me up, who are very good friends of mine, reading the book, saying, "This was so fun. I actually learned something, and I sort of wish I had known that years ago." Just little helping tips and tools that they've learned from the book. How
1: Absolutely, did you well, and I want to say it's oh, very so well written. You know, it's easy to follow and well written, which I like. Um, Donna, what's your background? Are you a journalist? Yes I am.
5: I've been a, a military news journalist. I'm in um, news uh military news magazines. I've done a lot of um, articles on defense, uh veterans issues, um, women in the military, uh military community. I have two uh columns in examiner.com. Both are a military community um, and the other one is a travel um military travel as well. So I get to write these fun articles as you know, also. But yes, I've been doing it for over ten years now and I enjoy it immensely. And I also my, well, my background too is that my father was in the military and I was uh married to a Navy SEAL for quite some time. And although we divorced, I'm now I'm happily with um an army colonel, and we've been together eight years, and going to get married very soon here. <laughs> wow! Congratulations! Wonderful. Thank you. And he's in Afghanistan. I, I have to say, so we are. When we talk about all this deployment in the book, I'm actually living it again for the third time. And he's. Um, it was only a week ago that he left, and we drove. My daughter and I drove from Washington, D.C., out to California. So it's been quite an adventure. <laughs>
1: So, where, where are you, are you now? Are you in to- California? I am in California right now, yes. So, you're freezing like I am, not nice and balmy yeah, like so I I heard you sorry. talk on the show earlier about it. It is so cold here. And it was 70 degrees in
5: Washington, D.C. the other day. So, I'm thinking, what happened? I mean, it, the cold air just followed us, I guess. <laughs> where in California are you? I'm actually out towards the Riverside area right now. I'm visiting my children. And my grandson, who I haven't seen in a while, so it's been it's been nice. And then I will actually land in Northern California, where I'll stay um, up, kind of near San Francisco
1: area. Oh, wonderful! You're about you're about an hour away from me, so you'll have to think of military mom, West Coast division when you're driving through. I sure
2: will. Rob, are you with us? Do you, I, I think I talked over you a couple times. Well, that's okay. I mean, I just wasn't sure. Sometimes we have uh, little glitches, so I wasn't sure if I was in the glitch or not. I'm, I'm wondering, Donna, there must have been a lot of manuscripts that you had to uh, Go through It must have been uh, heart-wrenching. You co-authored this with Sheridan and Be Care Sharer. Um, how did you come to decide on these 12 uh, unique people's lives?
5: Well, it was basically what we did was we wanted to find um, just totally different people. So what we did was we looked for people who, um, you know, we wanted somebody like Nancy in the book because, and mm-hmm. to tell her story because it's, it's, it, it's very important. Her story is very important because we see this happen quite a bit. And obviously we know her husband was, um, killed while he was deployed and she was getting deployed herself. So there is a dual military family as well. And we have another dual military family. Um, we have a wife of a Sergeant Major, uh, Francis Sasser. We have, um, you know, we have, Daniel Shell, whose husband came back wounded, Mm -hmm. um, and he's retired now. But they're just just a precious couple. So we have all these different people. Um, The woman who wrote the introduction is Beth Corelli. She is the wife of retired four-star general Peter Corelli, who is the second highest-ranking officer in the army. Um, And he's just they're just incredible family. And so to have them as part of the book, have her as part of the book was just wonderful. So what we did was we tried to get different backgrounds. We we didn't want any two stories the same. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. kind of just reading the same thing. So that was very important to us to find.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. This is um, I, I, we we'll, we'll. I want to get back to uh, talking more about the the army wives themselves. But this is the, one of three different books that ca- are called Now You Tell Me. Is that correct?
5: Correct. Um, uh, there's college students, and there's actors, and Army Wives, and now we're currently working on a nursing book.
2: Oh my goodness, talk about completely different elements of life.
5: <laughs> right, and that's why these books are so wonderful, because we're just going to keep adding to it, and pretty soon you'll just be able to go... Uh, In the Now You Tell Me section of the bookstore and get something that's going to pertain to whatever you're looking for, (laughs) because this is just, I mean, this book turned out so incredibly well, and I truly believe that if somebody picks it up, you know, civilian or military, you're going to learn something from it, and you're going to get something out of it. Um, And and for the younger wives that are in the military, what, what better way to learn from these women that have
2: been in it for so long? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, and it, I, I can only imagine your website must get so many people looking. To uh, are, are there ways to ask questions? Or you you have a blog on here as well, don't you? Yes, I think they have one
5: on Facebook, and then on um, under Arundel Publishing, A R U N D E L Publishing dot com. We have a um, link on that website. Um, or you can see the other books that they, they have created as well. And then you can go to our blog on there, and you can ask questions. And a lot of the wives that are in the book will actually kind of mentor you and answer your questions for you, which is really neat. I think it's, a, it's just a cool thing to have. You know, you got a young wife who has a question, and she doesn't know who to turn to, and she can go to the blog on arendelpublishing.com, and there it is. Um, somebody's going to answer the question for her, help her out, or guide her in the right direction.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. And this website that we're talking about is armywives.nowyoutellmebooks.com. And we'll uh, definitely want to uh, repeat that before the end of the show because I'm sure that so many people are not only going to want more information about these wives, but also uh, where they can buy the book and be able to have it on their own. On the other side of the break, we're hoping to talk with one of your wives, Donna. Uh, We're looking to talk with Nancy Negro whose uh, story is in this book. It's a very compelling story uh, and talk about a dual military career family. uh, Not only the challenges but the specific challenges that she herself um, had to face and had to um, endure. So we want to make sure that everybody stays tuned. We've got a break coming up. If you've missed any of uh, the beginning of this show we always encourage you to check out our podcasts on iTunes and we are at militarymomtalkradio.com. And we have our show page right here on the Toganet station. Uh, our show page is right at Toganet.com. So be sure to stay tuned to the other side of the break. We'll meet Nancy Negron, uh, one of the 12 Army Wives. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these.
3: Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Tara will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey, together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show. With your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Because there ain't no doubt I love
0: this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on TogiNet.com.
1: Military moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And we have a correction. Nancy Negron is unable to be with us today. Maybe she's having too much fun in Puerto Rico. Maybe she went to the beach. I hope she is. Um, we are going to uh, we are going to continue on with Donna Lyons. The book that we're talking about today is now. You tell me. Twelve Army wives give the best advice they never got. Um, you know Donna, when you went to put this book together, what was the most challenging part of of putting you know this this great advice book together?
5: You know, I don't think it was really challenging i think I, I think the worst part was trying to cut their stories because you can't put the whole thing in there, and these women pour their hearts out to you, and they will give you. Pages and pages of information. And you almost feel guilty when you have to cut part of it out. I mean, that, that's the publishing. You have to do it. It's just you can't get away with it. So trying to find the right pieces of the puzzle to make it just right was probably the most difficult part. Because you could put in this story. They'll give you five different stories or scenarios. And you think, God, they're all good. But which one? is someone going to learn from? Which one is going to help someone? Such as, um, like, Nancy's story, I think, um, because hers was so heart-wrenching, she was the one in there whose husband was killed by an insurgent. When he infiltrated mm-hmm. a camp, he was standing in line um, to get something to eat, and um, he was blown up. And that was it. Within that split second, her life was changed forever. And she talks about how she got through everything. So, We knew that part of the story, that her story had to be in there that way, the way she told it. But, um, you know, some of the other wives would give us 20 different scenarios, and you have to pick which one you think is going to fit and someone's going to learn from.
1: Well, I love that you chose, like, you know, kind of all ranks, all walks of life, you know, many different experiences. I'm going to throw a question to you. Uh, You're going to love this one. How did your view of Military Wives change um, or become different after you wrote this book?
5: You know, I'm going to be very honest. I don't think it changed at all. Um, Having been a military spouse myself and going to be one again, um, I always knew they were strong and supportive of each other and totally committed wives. You have to be. And, you know, being knowledgeable myself, I just knew already what they were gonna be like. And I think that um, the fact that they were so open, that might've been the one thing that I, I wasn't quite sure if they would be. Cause you know, sometimes they're such a tight knit community, they don't want to tell too much. But the fact that they came out and um, they were so open, that kind of blew me away. I was really proud of all of them. And I'm actually so honored that they trusted me enough to, to want me to write their story.
1: Well and I think you're right about that Donna um you know even Robin and I can see uh the difference in uh, especially military wives you know with um Some of these books coming out, like The Day He Left for Iraq, you know, that came out, I think, four or five (laughs) years ago. I think women are speaking out and we're accepting of the fact that it's so hard and that it's okay to talk about how hard it is. No, that wasn't done in years past. It wasn't done to talk about how your kids struggle with dad's deployment, you know, and I think it's important um, that we recognize these feelings. And, you know, Rob, you have something to say about uh, something that Nancy Negron wrote in her piece.
2: Absolutely alludes to this, and that was what I was going to say, how this is so similar to when we had that author on Talking um, the Day I Left for Iraq. I think, in, for so many years, an Army wife has had to be strong and had to be proud and had to had to just uh, be this this uh, exemplary image and nancy 's quote here uh, says, Recognize that it 's okay to have lots of different feelings it 's normal to feel sad, angry, exhausted, frustrated, and confused, and these feelings can be intense. You also may feel anxious about the future. Accept that reactions like these will lessen over time. Take time to heal. Whatever you do, don't go through this alone. And to me that just is so refreshing to or or such a relief of a burden that I think any army wife or any military wife has that it's okay to have these feelings it's okay to say I'm angry because my husband isn't here to help me with making this big decision about the children or my husband isn't here to help me pack this house or my wife isn't here to help me with these children that I don't know what to do with Um, and giving us that permission is so um, liberating.
1: Oh, it's vitally important,
5: Rob. Mm
2: -hmm.
5: Yes, it is. And that's the good thing about this book. When you open it up and you start reading those stories, you don't feel alone. You know you're not the only one that's going through these different feelings and emotions or situations. Um, Mm -hmm. Each one of the wives has gone through deployment. Each one has moved a million times. Um, Some of them have raised children and had to move their kids and explain why, you know, when I know Karen Booth had said at one point, you know, my children always ask me, where is home? And she said, home is um, wherever your family is at the time. And I just thought that was just so sweet the way she she worded it towards her kids. And so you're right. You do need to feel those emotions. And that's the good thing about the book is that, these women talk about their emotions, so you don't feel alone too, as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, to. To carry on with what uh, Nancy had to say, what I liked about, you know, when her um, chapter was she said, not everybody has experienced what you have. And that, to me, was so important because, you know, Rob, we've talked about this in shows past. You know, you hear people say, well, you knew what you were getting into when you married a soldier, Mm -hmm. or that's what you expect for Army life. Well, even within the whole sphere of the military community, everybody's experiences are different. And Mm -hmm. how one experience affects somebody. You know, I know one or two ladies, like the lady who moved 22 times, she loved moving. She loved cleaning out her house. Then you talk to my sister who's on her sixth move, and she's ready to, like, you know, throw the boxes out the window and set fire to the house. So, it's, you know, so important that we identify not only does not, you know, that not everybody in the military has the same experiences, but they Mm -hmm. don't really interpret them or feel them the same way.
2: Right, and it's okay to say I I need this or I need that, and and I think it's wonderful that we have so many more resources now than we ever did before. Uh, Twenty years ago, even we just we wouldn't have this kind of conversation. We just wouldn't. No, absolutely, right.
1: and you know. To go back to that 16 ways to help military families feel appreciated, you know, Donna, I love that. I I just, I really love that section. And I, you know, because um, Army wives are going to be picking up this book, you know, to hear the advice that they never got, um, I encourage the Army wives reading this to look at this you know, ways to feel appreciated and really think about where they can ask for help. It's like I'm a single mom with two kids, so when my friend who has six sons offers to mow my lawn or send the kids, the boys over to weed for me, you know, I take it. And it's okay to help with simple choice. I have permission from that because I'm a single mom. Everybody feels sorry for me. Oh, poor single mom with two little kids. Well, when you're on deployment, You're not the same as a single mom because you have a husband. You have different considerations. But it's okay to either ask for help or receive help. And that's a big thing, I think, for military wives is the ability to receive help and not feel, like, you know, weird about it.
5: Right. And Nancy, in in her moving advice section, that's one of the quotes she says, the help is there, but if you don't ask, you will never get it. Um, and that's such the truth, what you just said. You do need to ask, and, and everybody's there for each other, too. If, if someone's deployed and you need a babysitter, well, to help each other. You know, someone t- switch weekends with another friend who has kids. It's just these simple things. But, yes, if you, the help is there, um, but you're not going to get it unless you ask for it. So, really, you have to go out there and start um, networking with each other.
1: Well, and it feels good to help. Like, that's like somebody told me this once when I was was first divorced and my mom was really sick and there wasn't much resource for me to, you know, farm within my usual community. And so one lady down the street, you know, she says, Come on, please, can I help you with your kids? Can I help you with your kids? And I kept going, No, 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 you know, because I was going to do it all myself. And then she said, Will you stop depriving me the joy of helping you? And I sat there like, Huh? And she's like, it would really make me happy to help you. And I think of how much joy I get from helping other people. So if it's hard for you to accept help or to ask, you know, think about how much joy you're bringing by allowing somebody to help you. And that was something that took me a while to get my head around. <laughs> Donna,
2: this has been so exciting to have the opportunity to meet you and the opportunity to meet these 12 amazing, incredible women, uh, these 12 Army Wives. Uh, I encourage everybody to go to the website, armywives.nowyoutellmebooks.com. That's books with a plural. Donna, thank you so much. Uh, We wish you the best, and we hope you stay in touch.
5: Thank you, ladies. I will. I will. Thank you so much for having us on today.
2: That's wonderful. On the other side of the break, we have Autumn Arnold joining us. She is our uh, go-to person when we need that inspiration, and uh, Autumn's helping us find the healthy approach to the new year. Um, Here we are, a brand new year. uh, uh, It's always hard to get to a new destination, to a new goal, but Autumn is helping us set realistic goals for ourselves and for our families. So we want to make sure that you stay uh, tuned. On the other side of the break. This is Military Mom Talk Radio. Always find us at iTunes. Always find us at Military Mom Talk Radio. And we are going to talk about the why of exercise with Autumn when she comes back, uh, when we come back on the other side of the break. Again, we want to make sure that everybody goes to visit armywives.nowyoutellmebooks.com. I've got a little stretch of time here. We we have a little more time, so I want to make sure that everybody uh, visits the website. And don't forget, we are encouraging everybody to visit explore.org today. Because we've got all kinds of little military pups that we're watching uh, to grow up and grow strong so they can help our military families. Um, Again, on the other side of the break, Autumn Arnold. Can't wait to talk to her.
4: She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do. In love, life, and business, she is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Familia, faith, identity, tradicion Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramatica So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela And the new school life you're creating for yourself Without losing your faith, familia, identity or tradiciones Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoda, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men.
1: moms. This is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and for those of you that have missed the earlier part of today's show, uh, you'll want to check out Explore.org. That's the Puppy Cam channel with all sorts of other live cams, which is fun. It'll actually, you know, get your voyeuristic streak going. Um, we also had Donna Lyons on for the book, Now You Tell Me, 12 Army Wives Give the Best Advice They Never Got. Great book, easy to read, very clear, has an appendix couple of them that thrilled me to no end. Really useful information, I would suggest if you are an Army wife, for you to check out what they have to say. Now, we are going to welcome Autumn Arnold. She is our fitness expert, and she's training me. (laughs) Can you guys hear me? I don't know what's going on here. I can't hear anything.
2: I can hear you now, um, but I think we lost Autumn. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we lost off Okay, so I'm going well, to she'll be what back what on him. You know, Sandra, I'm so proud of you for, for uh, really taking the bull by the horns and really wanting to be uh, a, a more fit in not in not just because it's the new year, but just knowing that if you and we've talked about this before, you've got to take care of yourself before you can be strong for everybody else, and that's so important.
1: It is important, Rob. You know, my whole big thing this year is I want to look better, for sure. I want to feel better. Mm -hmm. um, And I... I want to have better health you know and I know better health and feel better go hand in hand but sometimes when um, I don't want to get up in the morning you know because our program now is I get up at 5 I check my email answer my East Coast stuff then I hop in at 10 minutes to 6 to uh, meet Autumn she comes to my house and trains me and we're using um, her Herbalife program uh, set of DVDs which is really good and we're able to work out together and there's accountability but i'll tell you it was really hard this week i did not want to get up it's it's an adjustment for me and i'm tired
2: yeah and and that's
6: hard so so thank you so much for having me on um it is so hard you know that alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning for me to come over to your house and Boy am I so grateful that it that it's due because I'm like, okay, she's waiting for me, she's waiting for me, I gotta get up, get up, get up, you know, and I don't wanna be late because, you know, I like to consider myself a person of integrity, so I try and be on time every morning, but I just love it. I love our workouts in
1: the morning. I do, and it you know, with a buddy, you know, I've gotta tell you, that has made all the difference because I have You know, a lot of I used to work for a couple different workout people, and I have Billy Blank's stuff when I hired him. I got all his free stuff, and Jillian Smith, I have her stuff. It's all really good stuff. The Herbalife uh, DVDs that I'm working through are really good, too. But would I do it alone? Not a chance in hell would I get up (laughs) when it's 29 degrees out and go down into my freezing garage if I didn't have my accountability buddy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I wouldn't either, because I have to get up
6: and feed my dogs and let them outside, and you know all that stuff. So
1: it is. I think you know, last year when you were on Military Mom, you talked about the importance of an accountability buddy, and you know, I didn't realize how important a really good, effective, accountable accountability buddy how important that is. That's right.
6: You can't. You know, you want to find somebody who has the same goals as you. You know, Um, whether it's losing weight, getting healthy. And um, or just, you know, the exercising part. And you can find an accountability partner for anything. But if that partner is going to let you off the hook on a day when you say, okay, I'm going to go have that Big Mac at McDonald's or I don't feel like working out today, you know, you got to fire that accountability partner. you got to find somebody else. Not that they're not a good friend and, you know, they just don't have the same goals or motivation, you know, as you do. So find somebody that's going to hold you accountable, is going to bring the kids over and exercise with you, let the kids run amok for 45 minutes or, you know, whatever the exercise might be, and just get it done. And if you get it done early so that you can, you know, move on with the rest of the day.
1: Well, and that was really hard for me, um, Autumn, I'll tell you, you know, because I'm already up early, you know, to do East Coast work or radio stuff, but I'm in my pajamas. I'm sitting at my desk, sometimes with my space heater on, wrapped in a blanket with my coffee. You know, I would hardly call that stressful work. You know, so for me to get up even earlier and to get out into a cold garage um, has been a really big deal for me. But i got to tell you, I feel so much better. I've gotten so much more work done this past week and this week. And, you know, when you were sick today and couldn't come, I still checked in with you to let you know I did the DVD because I wanted you to be proud of me. (laughs) That is so awesome. I'm so
6: glad that you did. And, you know, after I got up and got moving, I felt a little bit better. I caught a cold. I was, you know, down at the hospital with some family over the weekend. I think I caught a little something from there. It's like the worst place to be. Um, That's the truth. But, you know, I feel better now, and I will definitely be there in the morning. But yeah, that just one week in, and we, I feel so much better too. I feel better about myself, even as my, you know, I'm making, I'm, I'm getting something accomplished.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and I can report in, you know, taking my dad, you know, my routine is to work out with Autumn from 6 to 7, then I get my kids to school, drop them off, and then after I drop my kids off at school, I stop at the park on the way home, and I do, you know, a couple miles, so I've been taking my dad with me, and he reported after three weeks of walking in the park, now my dad's almost 80, he's 79 years old, He can go up and down the stairs in my house so much easier after three weeks of walking in the park with me. Um, You know, I just can't, I just can't um, emphasize enough how important being physical during the day is. Now, Rob, what have you and Stephen experienced? Because you're also on this journey with us.
2: Well, yeah, and I think what we're finding is that the, the walking or at least just getting up and moving is just so important to getting your brain working, that oxygenation is just what's making it it happen. And it is hard. We, we try and walk together. Of course, being in, the, in New England, there's going to be snow days and there's going to be uh, torrential pouring rain days and there's not going to be a, uh, an every single day and I think that's when either we need to find something that we can do in the house whether it means going up and downstairs so you you take only like one towel at a time and keep going up and down the stairs until you get all the towels upstairs in the bathroom or um you're just finding the way to make yourself move um and it, it's even harder because we both have sedate jobs we're both in front of a computer all day long so how hard uh it is to say all right i have to stop this project i have to get up i really have to go so you're really good to get up and do it first thing in the morning when my kids were little i was up early every day that's uh, that was my time
1: yeah,
6: exactly.
1: oh go ahead autumn
6: if I wait till the afternoon and say, "Okay, I'll do my workout in the afternoon, I never ever get it done. So you know in order for things to change, I have to change and do things differently. That's why doing this mm-hmm. with Sandra in the morning is such an amazing um, process for me because then it's just getting done, and then I forget all about the workout later on that day, but I did get it done, so it's just amazing
1: That's and it's a really relief great. and when I like, I, like today, I'll pick up my kids from school and we'll go to the park and we'll play basketball, you know, for half an hour, 45 minutes. That, to me, is like a bonus workout. But I want to ask you both, girls, you know, why motivation is so important. And I think it's really important that Autumn and I and, and Robin, we all are accountable to each other. But when you talk about the motivation of working out, um, Rob, why are you m- making a change from a more sedentary lifestyle to a more physical one?
2: I have to physically because I have a heart issue. And if I don't get up and move my heart, my heart's going to slowly keep on um, diminishing. So I I have to.
1: Now, Autumn, I'm going to go to you. Um, And we're putting this out to the universe, man, in a big way by throwing it on the radio with 50,000 downloads. (laughs) We're going to put this out. Autumn, why are you making a change in your lifestyle?
6: Um, I... You know, as a health coach, okay, people aren't going to look at me as well. She still has weight to lose, so what could she possibly teach me? I have to set the example for my business um, and for my kids. You know, I didn't grow up with a really healthy, um, active lifestyle. Um, didn't want to, so my parents didn't make me, and I want to change that for my kids. I don't want it to be the same way. So if I can start, you know, good habits now while they're young, that will continue to when they're older, hopefully. And, um, but you know, like I said, my clients, they have to continually see results on me and see changes on myself because if they don't, they're not going to listen to me. You know, they, they don't do as you say, they do as you do. So they're watching you all the time. So for me, it's really important that I continue to get my results and get my level 10 results to where I just am feeling and looking absolutely amazing.
1: Well, and I'm going to be the shallow one. Robin has the heart condition. You know, uh, Autumn has the professional image that she has to uphold. I'm just going to be completely <laughs> shallow and say, I'm tired of looking fat. I'm tired of feeling fat. I'm trying tired of putting on my spanks to put on the clothes that I want to wear. I'm tired of seeing myself photographed in the newspaper on the Internet and going, oh, my God, I look 200 pounds, or trying to figure out what I can wear that day because I know I'm getting photographed at an event that I will look nice. I'm done. I'm yeah. tired of I'm putting it out to the universe. Yeah. Shallow is it, CD? Yeah. You know, how I look matters. Yeah.
6: Every, you have to get to that, I don't want to say, you know, you have to reach your bottom point, but you really have to find your why and what drives you, what will get you to the point where nothing will stop you, and you'll do that exercise every single day, or you won't go through that drive through every single day. Um, it, and it's going to be different for everybody. Maybe there's an event that you have coming up that you can really focus on. This is how I want to look for this event. It's a wedding, a shower, you know, high school reunion, anything. Um, husband coming home, you know, and maybe they want to look great, feel great for when he comes home because... You know, that's important too. Um, you know, you just have to really find what's going to drive you. And, you know, for Robin, it's a, a health condition, which that would definitely drive a lot of people out there. So. <laughs>
2: Autumn, we're so glad that you're here to help us get there because whatever our why is and whatever our what is, uh, we need the help. So thanks for being our our support buddy and um, come back real soon. We have you scheduled throughout the year, so you're going to keep us all on track and all having a better 2013. Thanks, Autumn. Thank you so much for having me next week Sandra, we've got dr phillips coming back that's exciting we love it when dr suzanne phillips is with us and uh, we have a woman from lucy tea company if you're like me you've got that tea in your hand so we'll find out lots more about the benefits of tea next week on military mom talk radio